You're here for an Azika nightly podcast where thoughts meet expression and the world around us gets analyzed with humor, honesty, and a whole new perspective. This is Nasika nightly podcast with your host, Nasika Aliman. side look at us look at us one side it's the true my side hello everybody how's everybody doing we're back again with another episode consistency just doing what it does on my side my side my side proper greetings again my side welcome back to another episode of the nasika nightly podcast as usual it is i your amazing host nasika aliman herself and remember over on this side i aim to analyze and discuss different topics in our society and look at them from a whole new perspective that's right you know what I love doing my side? I love watching the sun rise or watching the sun set. You know what I mean? There's nothing more beautiful than nature in my opinion. So there's nothing like a forest, there's nothing like sunset, sunrise. There's nothing like that that brand new. And the reason why I love sunsets Wait, the reason why I love sunrises in particular is because I love that morning, that morning newness, you know, like when you just wake up, right? I'm painting a picture again. You just wake up, you go outside. I don't know if it happens where you live, but where I live, I can hear the birds. They're chirping. They're chirping real nice, real attentively, real happily. You know, they just it brings it brings about that joy to the morning. And then a lot of people aren't awake, so we have less crosses up on the land. And I'm not calling people crosses. I really am not. Wink, wink. But you're going to understand why I call people crosses in this episode. But yes, there are less, less of that. You know, it's just you and the world. And you feel like you can accomplish anything because you have a full amount of hours ahead of you. Your brain is clear. Your, your mind is light. Or maybe your mind is heavy. And you sip on some coffee or some cocoa or some tea. And you're having just that, 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 that morning experience of newness, of positivity. You didn't start it, you know. And so you don't know how horrible it's about to get. But you're just happy and in a good mood. I love, I love sunsets. I love sunrises. I love seas and oceans and water bodies and just nature my oh my do i love nature you know i could talk about that forever i could experience that forever there's nothing like that natural life to me and when i say natural life you have to understand i mean nature like outside outdoors but then there's also the side of me that don't wake up i don't want to wake in the mornings and I mean that the way you think I mean that. And in another way, <laughs> I don't want to wake up in the morning. I don't want to have to be outside. And sometimes the bird's too loud. And sometimes, just sometimes, I can't take the sun in my eye because it bothers, you know? So there are different sides of somebody. And you like what you like when you like them. Because sometimes the forest scares me because I can't see what's really there. Something could be hiding behind a tree and it bothers my soul. But I like it on my best days, on a good day. I really do like it. I really do love it. And it's something I would love to enjoy. But I say that to say this because, you know, there's always a point to these confessions, right? So I say that to say this, okay? I think you absolutely can get tired of the things you love. Like if you get it over and over again and too much and too, you lose sight of 
what's good. You lose sight of what you want. You lose sight of what you like. You lose sight of that joy that comes with it because you take it for granted. No, you can get it. No, you can have it all the time. For example, I love sunrise, sunset, nature, all of that. But from my house, I can't see the best sunrise. It's really, it's just a speck in the hill. I can't see the good of it, like all of it. I can't see it in all its glory. Now, if I go somewhere where there is amazing sunrise and sunsets on a daily, right? I think I'd watch the sunrise and sunset every day for a week before I start going back to regular programming, before I start doing something else with my time. I genuinely believe that. No, it doesn't say I don't like it. You know, I just think it means I took advantage of that or I liked it until I got it or I just feel so comfortable knowing that it's there. And so I no longer invest that time and that energy and that joy into admiring it, admiring it in its whole or admiring it for what it always has been or for what I've always liked, you know, and that don't mean it's not a great sunset it doesn't mean it's not a great view it means i am the problem i need to go back to basics that's what i'm saying now it's crazy how you could find subliminal messages in what people say because i feel like you could also interpret what i'm saying right now to go back to people who don't appreciate other people around them or other things they have until it's gone and so if you're that person this is a sign from god and me okay we're we're in this together that it's time for you to go back to the basics and remember what you wanted now that you have it. And, you know, even if you want something new now, that's okay too. But let's cherish. Let's cherish what we did a prayer for, okay? Let's, let's, let's find small joys in the things that we once thought would make us happy. Okay, I've been yapping enough. And by the way, I'm not showing any word. I don't know where that message came from. I literally opened up this 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 podcast and I just decided to let it let it out, let it air. Okay. Well, the first thing that came to my mind, that's what we're going for. <laughs> so I'm not showing a word or, you know, sub subbing anybody. We're we're not children over here. I'm not doing that. I should let you know that just came to my mind, okay? And since we're talking about what just came to minds, today's topic came to mind very easily very very effortlessly and without me even thinking too hard okay and starting out this podcast talking about nature and, and skies and, and and animals and birds and all of that just ties into this okay it comes right back to the loving because we're talking about animals today and if you know me okay you know i have there's a special place in my heart for every living thing especially animals okay there is nothing like a good dog a good cat even though cat teeth now that's a relative comparison like that's a that's a that's a perspective i get a lot of people don't share but i don't understand how they don't share that cats really are criminals they like they consider tea stealing your bread hunting crazy beings but i love cats love them love them to death love cat love dogs love birds i love i find everything so cute once you have a tail and fur you're cute. I think fishes are cute. Okay, like it. Every every animal you could think of, they have rights. They have emotions. They have feelings. They're smart. They're fun. They're loving beings. And so I am very annoyed by how some people treat animals. And and I I'm ashamed to say, I think personally Jamaica has a deep rooted hate or should I say neglect and mistreatment 
for animals. And you know we're talking specifically about dogs. I don't know why Jamaicans have so little regard and respect for dogs. And this is a general statement because a lot of us here loves dogs, okay? So I'm not saying every Jamaican. That's a, a misguided stereotype. I'm not feeding into that. I'm simply saying a lot of Jamaicans don't care for dogs. And when I say don't care, I don't mean they're like, oh, I don't like those dogs. They actually detest and hate and stone and hurt and harm these animals for absolutely no reason other than just being in their presence. So as usual on today's episode, I'll be nyam nyamming up those people and I'll be dogging them the way they dog those animals. See how it feels, Roger. So today's episode is titled, Animals Are Better. And for those of you wondering, yes, I am saying animals are better than being treated cruelly. But I'm also saying animals are better. And you know what I mean? But I'll say it with my entire chest, just for clarity. Animals are better than us. They're better than the way we treat them. And they do not deserve to be beaten and mishandled and I don't like it. I don't like it and it's not fair. And I don't think anything that depends on people should... That, that's you taking advantage of them. If you're mean to them, if you're aggressive to them. Because they they need you. And they offer protection. If, if, if your dog loves you enough and if he's bad enough, he definitely offers protection. They offer company. They're fun-loving people. It's just... It's never that serious for you to hurt or harm anyone and ne definitely not an animal come on they're they're innocent now i'll never tell you i'll never force you to like what you don't like if you don't like a dog if you don't like a cat that's completely fine here that's not that's not what i'm saying i love them but i'm not over here preaching and begging and berating you guys to love them too just have enough human decency enough normalcy to your thing to the point where you're not hurting them that's all that's all I ask. And in on the grand scheme of things, if you actually think and listen to what it is I'm saying, I'm not asking for too much. And I think it's fully about time that we start having that discussion as Jamaicans about how we treat animals. And we've been trying to have that discussion for a very long time. I remember when this whole animal cruelty thing started in Jamaica. It stemmed from that video of the man who used a dog to try and fish out an alligator or crocodile or whatever that big green monster was from that lake. I don't remember. But that big that big animal, he tried to use the dog as bait. To, come on, man. Come on. You know, a lot of people in a lot of places, myself included, would see animals as an extension of me. Like I'd see animals as my child or as a, like that, a kid in the house. You can't treat them as anything less. You know what I hate too? What, what bothers me in generally it's when people say, oh, you're, you know, you're so kind to them, but then you eat chicken or you're so kind to them, but don't you eat goats? They're, they're domestic animals. No, no. As someone who eats meat, I will not be debating or going against the views and beliefs of vegans eat what you eat you know what i mean if you want to eat those greens and those healthy stuff just to save a life i'm i'm so happy you're the strongest one in the community not shutting you down at all what i'm saying is i think dogs are domestic animals now there are people who have tried domesticating goats and cows and it, it it's a thing where people love those pets and and i genuinely see where they're coming from however it's not even like we're killing the dogs and eating them which i'm not saying would be an entirely different story or storyline 
But it kind of would be an entirely different storyline. Just because you're hurting them. So it's more like move and shooing and stoning and running and slapping and hurting and breaking. And it's not... No, I feel like a, a great sacrifice can be made about a goat turning into some 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 curried goat. I feel like that's that's something I'm gonna shut up. I'm, but you get what I mean. <laughs> it's sad. It's so sad. I've never watched an animal be killed to be meal later. Thank God. They tried doing that to me one summer in the country, and I never I never survived that summer. Just because, you know, no, I, I, it's not something I enjoy seeing. I don't enjoy seeing animal cruelty. It doesn't matter what the purpose is for. It doesn't matter if it's going to benefit my belly later. I don't care. I don't like seeing animals so far. I don't like seeing... And hearing their wailings, hearing them cry, hearing them... Like, it just it breaks my heart. And I could never see an animal in distress and not help them. So, you know those people who are vegan and they keep sending you those videos like, Oh, here's what I want you to watch. Watch how they get slaughtered and see if you don't like stop eating meat. I would honestly stop. If I were to watch those videos and feel for those animals, I would stop. It's just very unfortunate that my taste buds will never agree. I don't think it will ever agree. Maybe there will be a time when it will agree though. But you know, for now, for now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will grow in that department maybe. But I feel like when it comes down to domesticated animals that we simply have around us, there is no reason to treat them this horribly. Now, I'll give you guys a few instances, right? Because some people are like, oh, but dogs are this, dogs are that. I don't think there is any reason for us to kill, hurt, or harm any animal. Yeah, we're talking about animal cruelty as a discussing topic in our society i'm trying to look at it from a whole new perspective remember that's why we're here okay so when it comes down to animal cruelty right you know dogs have this thing where they they steal your shoes so they'll grab your shoes from the from the door they'll grab your shoes if they can find it they'll grab anything in your yard and just either tear it up or have it all over the place that's dogs right they're very playful people so i have a dog like that in my community and it's a community dog it doesn't belong to anybody my mother will never allow us to have any animals in this house we did have cats for a time though but then they poisoned them you see this is why i'm hurt anyways we're gonna we're gonna get into all of that so we have dogs like that in my community and there's one specific dog, one dog in particular. She loves doing that. Okay, I call her oil stain because she's one of those dogs who she's brown and she has those black streaks on her. So I call her oil stain because it looks like oil stain up our fur. Love her. Okay, tell me why every time the neighbors see them, them stone her, them bark off her, them throw things at her, them rough her up, them call her fool and idiot and this and that. Is it inconvenient that she steals your slippers? Absolutely. Is it maddening that she might grab up a mat or grab up whatever it is that you have? For sure, right? Is it embarrassing that she might have your garbage hauling through the streets? For sure. Why is the answer violence? Why is the answer violence? Why must we, why must we fight an animal to the point where we're hurting her, to the point where we're hurling stones down the road at her now listen me personally i get real active about mine i get so upset because i'm going to start yelling because you've you've upset me a lot of times roger you've pissed me off several times in the decades i've lived in this community should i stone you you've inconvenienced me before buddy 
Okay? So should I cuss you out and throw stones at you? And that's what bothers me. Like, the fact that you see yourself as so higher up, you would target an animal. It's unnecessary. It's uncalled for. And it's mean. It says a lot about you as a person. I could never be around or talk to someone who, if you don't like animals, as I've said, it's fine. But you're intentionally hurtful and harmful to these animals. It bothers my soul. And we're going to argue every day till I'm no longer around you. My mother doesn't like animals in her yard she think them nasty which they do because them shit up the place okay she thinks they're 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 like always digging up her plants which she's right for okay she thinks they're thieves because all them do are thief her slippers all of that now when the community dog got pregnant who do you think brought food from work for them my mother yeah Big up Lorraine, okay? Because one thing about she, she's going to cuss and say what she don't like and she tries to take every single measure to keep those dogs out of her yard. So she try to gate up her community. She try to gate up uh, the house. She tries high-taking in her slippers. She tries, when she carry food for them, she try feeding them outside, like out a road instead of in her house so that she they don't see this house as their home. Which breaks my heart. But you know, you gotta you gotta take what she gives to you. <laughs> but but yeah, she tries doing everything, which makes no sense because the dog picks up her scent, so they know she's a friendly and so then follow her home. Anyways, but she does every single thing outside of physically harming said animals. And I'm not saying you have to go the mile and above, which I personally would recommend, but I'm not saying you have to go the mile and above to be there for these animals. Just stop hurting them. That's it. That's all. No cats. I've had several cats in my community. I've had several cats in my house. In my lifespan, I've crossed at least, and this is a minimum here, eight cats in my house. And you're wondering, Nas, what happened to all the eight cats you've had? Well, to be fair, dog did kill one of them. But the other seven, okay, and it's definitely been more than that, for sure. The other seven were poisoned. Poison. They want to ask who poisoned them. Oh, I have suspects, my side. I have suspects. I have pointed the fingers. I've gotten real dark about mine. I've got. I've, I've gotten real vengeful about mine. Poison. Poison. And you're, you, I know you're probably wondering. Oh, Nas, I'm so proud of you. You haven't brought up class this entire episode. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I feel like when a cat steals your food, not picking up for people here, because I think they're wrong, of course. But I feel like when a cat steal your dinner and you don't have anything to replace that, you're going to get vengeful. You're going to go out for blood because, you know, now you are hungry and he just grabbed your chicken and fish in the dirt. Oh, you're fighting about that. And so to prevent that, to prevent him stealing your last meal, you're going to try to put an end to it. But I just would rather you close your door. You know what I mean? Like, close your door, close your window. Be more, be more vigilant and active and realize before they steal from you. Like, it's not their fault. They see it as hunting. There's natural instincts here. You can't kill every cat you come across. And, you know, that's why I want to kill better. That's why I want to kill better. Because you guys hurting animals just tells a lot about you. It does. It tells a lot about you. But, but I touched on something a while ago about class. And knowing me, once that slipped out, my brain has officially opened up to unlimited flood of information about how it is I could turn this into class. Now, I feel like once I do that, I'll be picking up for, or I'll sound like I'll be picking up for 
the people who are hurting animals. I'm in no way, shape or form justifying what they do or giving credibility to what they do or saying they should continue doing what it is they do to animals. Don't agree with them at all. What I'm simply doing is find a way to understand the problem because to solve the problem, you must first understand the root, okay? I genuinely feel and believe in my bones that the reason people hurt animals is because they're unhappy and miserable. Now follow me, follow me now. Because at the end of this, I might just say what I'm saying is stupid, but just follow the brain process, okay? What are one of the leading reasons leading to unhappiness, leading to sadness, leading to misery, leading to all of that? It's poverty, right? Follow me, guys. Because if you think about the upper class, and if you think about riches, I'm not even just talking about in Jamaica, I'm talking about on a general scale if you think about riches you paint that idea of stay-at-home mom with the dog in her bag you know the little small hand-me-dog dog in her bag or the dog hanging through the car window and it's just joy and it's that perception of happiness like oh i'm so happy i could love a dog like it, it's that idea i'm so happy i could have a pet because now you're buying food from the wholesale ah uh, now you're buying food from the supermarket now you're buying food from the supermarket now you're expanding that joy to take into something else because if you even think about it oftentimes those people who are mean to animals are mean people in general they're mean people in terms of how they raise their children they're mean friends they're mean people okay and so if that stems from poverty if that stems from a struggling life then that sort of makes them victims in a, in a, in a sense in a sense okay but then do that is absolute rubbish and when i say that's absolute garbage i mean that is because who has less than a homeless man and who is nicer to dogs than a homeless man if you if you see a homeless man on the road and he doesn't have a dog the dog is going for dinner he'll be back soon okay he'll be back soon and he has nothing that's the the, the epitome of poverty he has nothing and so for you to say, for me to say, for me to come here and, and say, oh, the reason why they're mean to animals is because of poverty. It's just complete rubbish, Nasika. It is. While I do think it, it does stem from perception of poverty, because a homeless man, I don't think he's happy being homeless. I don't think he's happy being poor, but he accepts that fate. I think a poor man feels like he should be rich and he should be better and he's miserable. So it could, I, I might be onto something. I, you know what I mean? I could be saying animal cruelty stems from the perception of poverty and so it affects how you treat everything and everyone around you and how you perceive life how you think of life how you justify all of that but it also comes from you being a hateful person and there's nothing that could ever justify you being abusive or mean or cruel to these animals at all nothing that justifies it and if you're a, if, if you're an and if you're an animal abuser, I hope you're having a very bad day. But actually, I don't wish hate on anybody. So I hope you realize the error of your ways. And I hope you change. I hope you get better. I hope you, you realize that you don't have to love something to not hurt it. You could genuinely just not care for that animal. You could genuinely just leave. You don't have to throw stones. You don't have to poison and kill. You don't have to hurt or harm you could let it go, okay? You could just you could just let it be.
And I couldn't mention animal cruelty and how dissatisfied I am with how we treat animals in general. Even though, though this is not specifically a Jamaican problem, I think it's a worldwide problem. I'm actively against zoos. I don't like zoos at all. And if you know, if you know, you know, okay? Because the zoo in Jamaica with the lion that was looking hungry, okay? Set those animals free. Nothing bothers my soul more than a zoo, okay? Just leave animals alone like i promise you the lion didn't need you if you're a sanctuary that's fine like if you're a place for for animals who are are wild but know they're endangered or they're wild and know they're in harm's way or whatever and your job now is to come in and save them that's fine but i think zoos profiting off of the clothes the spaces that animals are forced to endure just for our entertainment i don't like it don't like zoos at all but yes that's that's where i stand on this and that even that too is a weird take isn't it because it could be argued that the lion was hungry and looking thin and skinny because a lot of people weren't going to said zoos. So it, I could be blamed for not feeding that zoo. But I'd more, I'd, I'd prefer to argue the fact that you are blamed for putting the lion in a position that he needed people to come see him before he got fed. So I'm back on track. <laughs> and you know what? The end sounds like my side. The end sounds like that past 20 minute mark. Yep, we did another episode. What is episode 14? Thank you guys so much for giving me your ear for the past 24, 25 minutes, okay? I love and appreciate you guys so much, my side. And I want to give a shout out to you guys and your consistency. Okay, we're about to hit 2,000 plays. And if you're sharing my podcast with your friends, if you're telling your friends you're listening to my podcast, if you're posting a flyer, whatever it is you're doing, if you're just listening, if you're liking, if you're leaving a review, if you're doing all of that, you really are on my side and a member of my side tribe and i love you guys so 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 much you guys have an amazing night until next week take care this has been another episode of the nasika nightly podcast with your regular host nasika aliman come again next week for another episode with a different perspective only here at nasika nightly podcast until then you know the drill take care of yourself